always get asked, is meditation necessary or is it bullshit? What do you think? So I'm gonna dive into it. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I wanted to share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful, but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes, getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life, to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses. I want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubters wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine. I hope you enjoy. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Let's talk about meditation, whether it's necessary to achieve a balanced mindset, if it helps with mental clarity, what's the purpose of it, what's the use, especially for driven people. You know, driven people tend to have crazy minds if they can't control it. So let's talk about what it is, what I use, what I like, what I don't like, whether I meditate, don't meditate. Let's just dive into it. All right. So obviously, I've been in personal development for almost 20 years now. I have studied with some of the top people on the planet. You know, I know people like Dr. Joe Dispenza, who teaches a lot of meditation and a lot of that sort of stuff. I've had dinner with Dr. Joe before. We had a good couple of hours of drinking tequila and stuff together. This was back many, many years ago. There's lots of stuff that I have studied. So I, I want to frame that before I get started, because there's a lot of different opinions and a lot of different thoughts out there around meditation, whether it's important, whether it's not important. But I have studied a lot of different things. You know, I was in the new age spirituality community for a very long time. I studied a lot of shit in there. Then I got into studying a lot more of the scientific principles from biology to chemistry to some of the physics principles to some of the quantum theory. And I'm not talking about the bullshit quantum theory of like, you know, energy in, energy out, you know, these fancy words. I'm talking about to the point where I actually studied things like leptons and quarks and some of the great thinkers like Niels Borg and people like that. Like I actually dove into that stuff there, Schrodinger, which a lot of people who talk about this quantum, quantum, quantum stuff have never even thought about or never even studied. Now, I'm not saying that I'm a quantum physicist, but I'm saying that I know a lot of shit that most people don't know. And that has also helped me to study things like philosophy. So I've gone back and I've studied you know, the works of Marcus Aurelius. If you look behind me, if you're watching on YouTube, and by the way, if you're not following me on YouTube, then you probably should be. Make sure you go and subscribe to my channel. But up the back there, there is a whole bunch of books of some of the greatest philosophers and some of the greatest thinkers throughout history. So I've studied a lot of this stuff. So I want to frame that to start because I get people who message me or who listen to some of my stuff and they're like, oh, well, you know, that's not true because of these reasons. I'm like, dude, I can tell you the three books that you fucking read about it. Your opinion makes no difference, right? It's an opinion. It's subjective. I've read a lot of the great works and I've tried a lot of the shit. So I know what works and what doesn't work. And I've dived into it in depth. And so, you know, that's where I want to start. So when it comes to meditation, right, I'm going to read out what meditation is. Okay. So this here is the Wikipedia description of meditation. And it says, meditation is the practice of mindfulness or focusing the mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. Okay. So if we break that down, if you think about a dude in India with his legs crossed in some yoga pose meditating, that's how most people think about meditation. 
but that's not the actual definition of what meditation is. Now, some people meditate when they're riding their Harley down the road, right? So my dad, he goes riding all the time. He loves his Harleys and he loves his cars. He builds custom cars for a hobby. He loves motorbikes and shit. So he's always out doing stuff. When he rides down the road, he doesn't have music. He doesn't have anything like that. And his attention is focused. So let's read this through again. It says, focusing the mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. So therefore, if that is a true description of meditation, now some people can debate me on whether that's a true definition or not, but based on that definition alone, for my dad, riding a Harley is meditation. It's not a yoga pose. It's not sitting there with your legs crossed and it's not lying there with your eyes closed. He has that state when he's riding his Harley down the road. I get it when I drive my cars. So that's why I have my cars. Sometimes if I'm just like, I just need to clear my head, I hop in one of my cars and I go for a drive because it makes me mentally alert. It makes me mentally clear. I can think through shit. I just put on a bit of music and you know I come back and I have, if we again read it, it says here to achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. Well, I get that when I drive my car, unless there's too many speed bumps or potholes or then I might have a bit of a mental freak out or unless some clown's doing something stupid, which sometimes happens when people are taking photos of the car and they're driving you know, an inch away from the back of my car trying to get a photo. But other than that, I'm pretty mentally calm when I'm out driving. I get that same state when I train. So I get it when I'm driving. I get it when I'm training. If I'm pushing myself hard enough, I go into that state. So training for some people is meditation. Normally in the mornings, I get it going for a walk. So I'll go for a walk, but you know, it depends. Sometimes I'm listening to a podcast. Sometimes I'm listening to an audio book. But most of the time, if I go through again, it says focusing the mind on a particular object, thought, or activity. Now that activity could be studying or learning something and to train attention and awareness. So I'm focused on the thing that I'm learning. And then it says to achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. So when I come back from the walk, I feel energized. I feel clear. I feel calm. So potentially walking and studying is my form of meditation. Now, for some people, it might be going out fishing. For some people, it might be just going and hanging out with their friends. Like they feel mentally calm and mentally alert when they're with their friends and their friends are talking and they're present. It really comes down to how you wire yourself. Now, do I have other times where I do different things? So at nighttime, when I go to bed, I normally lie there at nighttime and I visualize the future. So that visualization with my eyes closed at nighttime just before I'm going to sleep that there could be seen as meditation because I'm focusing my mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train my attention and my awareness. That's why I keep focused on my goals. I don't focus on where I'm at. You know, I spoke about this in one of my most recent podcasts as well, where I'm like, most people make decisions on their current reality and their current state, which is why they never get anything more than that, right? If you want to achieve great results, you need to make your decisions today on your future goals and where you want to be. So when people say, I don't have the money, what you're saying is, I don't have the money to get what I want in the future. That's all you're saying. I don't have the time. I don't have the time to get what I want in the future. That's all you're saying, right? That's bullshit. Because someone else is in a worse position and they'll say things like, you know what? I have to do this anyway. Let's do this, right? And they have less money and they have less time, but they make it work. Why? Because they're thinking about their future and they're saying, I want that future. Therefore, I've got to make the decisions that are going to get me there now right? They're smart. So you might have many, many different ways that you meditate. But anyway, coming back to it, visualization at nighttime could be seen as a form of meditation. Some of you might do visualization when you wake up in the morning. I don't like doing visualization first thing in the morning because normally when my alarm goes off, I get straight out of bed. 
Because if I don't get out of bed, I slip and I fall back in. I want to go to sleep and I get too comfortable and shit like that. I can't have that happen when I'm disciplined. When I'm disciplined, the alarm goes off, bang, I'm straight out of bed. I have to be because if not, I start letting shit slip throughout my day. And I don't like letting things slip because when I do, it's easy to slip downhill. You've heard me say this before on the podcast. Momentum is one of the greatest assets in life. Because when shit's going uphill, you want to keep pushing that uphill. You know, if you start pushing a bus and the bus starts rolling, you want to keep pushing that fucking thing. Because once it stops, it takes 10 times more energy and it's 10 times harder to start it. Okay, so you want to keep things moving when they're moving. Most people don't do that. When things start going well, they go on holidays or they start eating pizza or they drop their diet or they drop their exercise program or they drop their standards because they think that everything's going well. Bad idea. When momentum's moving, you keep it moving. Okay, but at the same time, when things are going in the wrong direction, you better stop that shit as fast as you can. Because by the time you realize how bad it is, it's fucked. It is bad. And this is all those people who reach out to me and they're like, I've been following you for three years. My wife just left and my business just fell apart and my body's shit and I hate myself, but I don't have any money, but I need to come and do one of your events. And I'm like, you needed to do it three years ago. But the thing is that you didn't realize that things were rolling downhill and they got downhill really, really quickly and they hit the bottom. Okay. You're in that bottom place right now. You got to figure yourself out how to get out of shit. Start listening to my free stuff and I'll see you in, in a year or two when you figure out how to get ahead again. Hey, Driven Mofos. If you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. The visualization, I just don't like visualizing stuff in the morning because first thing in the morning, I have to get out of bed and I have to put my wins on the board really, really quickly, which means I get up, I get my coffee, I do my squats. Okay, so I do 100 squats every morning minimum. I might up that in the next couple of weeks. I couldn't this morning because I blew my legs out in training yesterday. If you're following me on Instagram, you'd see the workouts. You know that yesterday's workout, I was obliterated with legs. The squats this morning were hard, but I got them done. Then from there, I make sure that my day is solidly locked in. I'm all planned and I'm ready to roll. Okay, I have to put wins on the board early. Go have a cold shower and then I'm ready to rock and roll. Most mornings I go for a walk as well. Got to get some workout done or some movement in the morning. Visualization is also a form of meditation. Some people go to the beach and they'll go for a walk. That's a form of meditation. So you don't have to sit there and just cross your legs. During the day though, if I need to have some chill time, like when I think about my mindset, I need to have time for my thoughts to integrate. So if I feel overwhelmed throughout the day, the first thing I do is I write everything down on a piece of paper and I get everything out of my head. Then what I do is I go lie on the floor in my office. I put my legs up on the couch and I lie there for normally anywhere between 15 minutes and 30 minutes. And I just think through shit. And that allows my brain then to start to just become more focused and get rid of all the crap out of my head that might be sitting in there or whatever I'm worried about or whatever's going on in my head. I find that it's one of the best things to integrate thoughts. So that can be seen as a form of meditation. But I guess the real question is, do I actively meditate like the yogis teach or like they teach in New Age spirituality where people sit there and they burn incense and they got the candles going and they got all their crystals around and their tarot cards? And the answer is no. Very rarely do I do that. I might do it every now and again, but very rarely. I might listen to one of Dr. Joe Dispenza's guided meditations or something like that if I need to, but I might do it like once a month or once every two months and that's about it. Sometimes I'll do it on a plane as well. Like if I'm traveling overseas and I need to sleep, I'm normally sitting up in business class anyway, but I'll put the bed back, I'll lie down. And if I can't sleep, I'll just lie there and I put on some meditation music and I just focus my mind on something that I need to focus on. So I might just focus on like a white light that I create inside my mind. 
And then I just stay focused on that white light. I might focus on my goals. I might focus on visualizing shit. And what I find is my mind just calms down and it helps me to relax a bit. So I do meditate quite a bit, but not in the usual ways that everyone else thinks of. Okay. And that's how I stay calm quite a lot. The other thing is that I don't need to meditate in the normal way that most people need to meditate. And the reason is that at Thrive Time, if you've ever come and done that event, I've created one of the greatest mental and emotional balancing tools on the planet. It's called the process of potential or the POP method. That process there can keep you calm for weeks after you do it. So if I get stressed out and I notice the same emotions keep popping up, I go and I balance them out. And once I balance them out, boom, my brain is like quiet for the next probably two to three weeks. And even in the most stressful times, I can still stay pretty calm because I do that work. That's why I would rather do a pop or a process of potential than meditate for an hour a day. Like I know people who meditate an hour every day just to get their head right. I would rather spend an hour doing a pop and not have to do it for another two to three weeks minimum. It's a way more effective method. In the 21st century, I think old school methods, you know, things that worked thousands of years ago don't work anymore because the world's faster. Things are different. I like to move at a fast pace. So I like to get shit done and I like to just crush it. So I just don't find it's a great use of my time. Okay. And that's why I created the pop method. Because once I started studying some neuroscience, some biology, some chemistry, when I first started creating that process and I had the thought from studying Chinese philosophy and the yin yang principle, when I met Dr. John D. Martini in Mexico, we we're both speaking at an event like seven, eight years ago. And we we're both speaking at a leadership conference over there. And I was telling him about the pop method. And he said, I think I've got something that can help. And I went and started studying his course and I was like, holy shit, he has the science and the missing pieces that I have around that process. That was the game changer. And then from there, I've just kept updating it and improving it. And now we have medical doctors and people who work in the psychology field and the mental health fields coming to learn this shit at Thrive Time. But I teach it to the general public as well because it's so easy to use that once you get in the habit of using it, you your mindset will be like it's never been before, right? And this is why... People who come and do my events step up and they change the standards in the quality of their lives that they live because they have the tools and the clarity to do that. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you'll know that I keep saying your clarity in life, your success map in life, which is exactly what I teach at Thrive Time, multiplied by your standards in which you live or the standards that you operate at, plus the environment that you operate in will be the results that you get in life. If you're in a shitty environment, don't be surprised if your standards drop and your clarity turns to shit. If you don't have clarity, don't be surprised if your standards turn to shit and your environment is shit. If you've got good standards, but you don't have those other two things, you're going to lower your standards. Okay, You can have clarity in life, but low standards, and you still get shitty results. So you need those three things together. It's like the greatest framework that I think has been created on the planet because like one of those three things is missing and shit goes bad really, really quickly. Very rarely have I ever spoken to someone who, when I tell them that, they don't go, oh, fuck, now I can see where I've dropped the ball. I speak to a business owner and they're like, my business isn't getting the results. And I'm like, cool, you either have a lack of clarity, you have low standards, or the people that you're hanging out with and the environment that you're hanging out with is not getting you the results that you want and it's not pushing you to greater levels. What is it? And normally they're like, oh, yeah, man, it's the clarity. And I'm like, cool, so you've got high standards, but shit clarity. No wonder why you're slipping. Or the other way around. I've got good clarity. I know exactly what I want. I'm really, really clear with my goals and shit but I keep slipping. Then you've got to raise your standards. Okay. And you might have to change the environment and the people that you're hanging around. Because if they're not pushing you up, they're pushing you down. Right. And if the people that you're hanging around are always drowning, they're going to use you as a life raft. You've heard me probably say this before, that if you've ever been around people who are lifesavers or lifeguards, they say, don't go and rescue someone. If they're drowning, go get the lifeguard. 
because they are trained to help people when they're drowning. What normally happens is when someone's panicking, they grab you and they pull you underwater and they use you as a buoyancy vest. And now you fucking drown and then they drown as well. This is how most people live because the environment they put themselves in. They go and hang out with people who are drowning all the time and they're not getting the results that they want. And then their friends around them keep pulling them down. Okay, they keep lowering the standards. So you can't do that. You have to change those standards. You have to keep lifting them up. You have to change the environment. That's why I create our business growth odyssey community. That's also why I'm about to drop my brand new dominate program because that's a community of people with weekly mindset training included so that then you keep stepping it up in life. You have to, if not, you're either going to drown or you're going to be the one who gets drowned. You can't do that. You have to be around other people who fucking know how to swim in life. And when they're swimming and they're crushing it, they'll hold you to a higher standard. Okay, so you got to make sure you're surrounded by winners. Anyway, I hope that answers the question about meditation anyway. Okay, I think that it's useful. You've just got to know how to best use it for you personally. I'm sure you have your own ways of meditating. You don't have to sit there with your legs crossed. You can just lie there and relax and chill out. Sometimes I just go and I lie on the couch. I'll just lie there for 15, 20 minutes and I just chill. That chill time is meditation according to what Wikipedia says. Just find your own ways of having that time and that space that you need to let your thoughts and your mind integrate. That's really why you do it is that your thoughts have to integrate. And if you don't have something like the process potential, like I teach at Thrive Time or the POP method, then the other way around that is you probably need to learn how to meditate or you probably need to learn how to focus your mind a bit better. Okay. And should you practice that over a long period of time, you'll have a clear mind, right? I have people who have been practicing meditation for like 20 years and I have a better clarity of mind than, than what they do. Right, Because when shit happens, they have to go meditate. I don't need to go meditate. I know how to get myself out of the shit. So it's just different. Anyway, Trevor Mofos, I hope that helps. Have a great day. Keep kicking massive goals. Keep your standards high. Make sure you're clear on what you want in life. And then keep making decisions that help you to get to where you want to get to. Anyway, take care and I'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>